Welcome to the Illuminating Lives podcast. I'm your host, Israel Smith, and I'm here to share conversations with you about what it means to illuminate our own lives, to be comfortable in our vulnerability, to truly love and value ourselves, and then to be able to use that to light up our own life and shine that light with the people we love and care about the most. This is going to be messy, it's going to be vulnerable, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Welcome, let's get started. Hello, dear listener, and welcome to another episode of the Illuminating Lives podcast. You're with me, Israel Smith, and I am here to help you live an illuminating life of your own. That's what we're chatting about. So I wanted to share with you today about how I really had a pretty crappy morning, to be honest. And so this is kind of a a full transparency, full vulnerability kind of episode. And I guess I'm fortunate in that I've been doing this kind of work on myself and awareness kind of building for long enough that I was also able to turn that crappy morning into a far better morning. And I wanted to share with you the process there. I mean, it's important from the perspective that as the title says, feeling like shit doesn't have to last forever. It's not forever. But on top of that, this is a topic that's been coming up a bit with some of my clients. And I wanted to just kind of highlight it here on the podcast because there's a few ways that our brains work that unless we are really aware of it and start building practices around this awareness, we can get derailed really easily. So let me set the scene. My alarm goes off 5 a.m., every morning. That's kind of a routine that I've been building. It's a habit I've been building because it gives me time to get my morning set up right. Now I know 5am is an hour that doesn't exist for everybody and I make no judgments either way. That's just what happens to work for me. I tend to be really good in the mornings and my energy and my attention tends to taper off into the evening. So, you know, I've I've got a kind of 9, 9.30pm sleep bedtime and about a 5am wake time most of the time. Today I woke up and almost immediately felt really bleh, felt really heavy. Uh, I kind of felt that, well, no longer familiar, but that, that previously familiar heavy weighted blanket on the chest kind of feeling of like a depressed day kind of a day where I just felt really funky. You know, I felt really flat, unmotivated. I noticed quite a lot of fear coming up, uh, quite a lot of self-doubt and just kind of niggly, crappy little voices in my head just going on loop. And that's really rare for me these days. It still happens. I mean, today's a great example. It still happens, but it's quite rare. And so... It kind of threw me for a minute and I was a bit like, what is going on? <laughs> this is not, this is not me. And so that heaviness, that, that kind of thing kind of continued. And, you know, our son's been away on camp this week. So the household's a bit quieter. My daughter got picked up. She was up at 20 past five this morning and then got picked up at about a quarter to six by Um, one of her best friend's dads so that her and her best friend could go down to the beach for a sunrise and for, you know, a morning kind of catch up together just as a bit of a break to routine. So for most of the morning, 
my wife and I were just in our own world doing our respective morning routines. No kids, no buzz, no kind of breakfast, lunch boxes, empty the dishwasher, gosh darn it, kind of get out the door. There was none of that. It was really quite an unusual morning. And overlaid on this was me feeling a bit garbage. So I recognized fairly quickly that my head was going into old and unhelpful patterns. Now, at this point, you may be thinking to yourself, why did this happen? And I was certainly thinking to myself, why did this happen? But here's something I've learned. It doesn't actually matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter why. We don't need to dig around in the dirt to try and figure out the reason. We don't need to find what is the, the peculiar cause of this funkiness. It's here to teach us something. It's here to, in my case, teach me to just be present with what I'm feeling and to feel it. Now, I want to get into a whole bunch of other stuff, but I just want to quickly touch on the fact that when we start searching for a reason why, it's actually a slippery slope into blame into victim mentality, which I've spoken about on previous episodes, no one is coming to save you and no one is coming to save me. I think around episode three or four or four and five. And then it's about going back into the past, but the bottom line is the past doesn't exist anymore. You can't get on a plane and fly there. You can't drive your car there. In fact, a great metaphor that one of my teachers mentioned a long, long time ago is that focusing on the past is like going down the highway at 100 miles an hour and focusing exclusively on what's in the rearview mirror, expecting to be able to steer safely. It's just mental. And we do it all the time. I'm not, you know, I mean, (laughs) I'm dismissing it a little bit as nonsensical when I put it into that context, but it's a very common behavior. We look back at the past, we reflect on things that have happened it's unavoidable. We tell ourselves stories as the human species. This, this particular role that we play in our own head is we tell ourselves stories about what happened in our life and what it means. And that helps us interpret what we think is going to happen in future. So we're trying to go for consistency and predictability and all of this stuff. But the bottom line is the past does not exist. We can't time travel back there. So if the past doesn't exist, doesn't matter what happened in the past. What matters is this present moment. So here's me, 7 a.m., 7.30 a.m. And I mentioned to my wife, I said, I'm feeling pretty funky today, not going to lie. And she said, oh, yeah, really? Gee, hadn't picked up on that. Of course you are. I could feel that a mile off. You know, my wife is very intuitive and in tune with me and my energy and my mood in the house. And I'm one of those people that, my energy radiates quite powerfully and quite strongly, for better or for worse. I can almost like infect a room positively or negatively with my vibe and my mood. So I need to be quite responsible and quite careful of that. And I just wanted to kind of claim it with her and just say, hey, Belle, feeling a bit rough. I'm working on it. You know, just to acknowledge it, to acknowledge the elephant in the room. So if the past doesn't matter, If it doesn't matter why we are feeling funky or heavy or gross, it didn't matter why I was feeling shit, what did actually matter? What does matter? Well, what matters is staying in the present moment, 
allowing ourselves to feel what we're feeling. And then in that moment, looking for, is there a lesson here? And if it's unhelpful patterns that are playing out, move my attention. One of my mentors, Jim Fortin, talks about this. It's almost like a cornerstone of everything he teaches. Our ability to move our attention, to change our energy, our state, our feelings, purely by using the power of our mind to choose our next thought is profound. And on top of all of that, I have some commitments that I've made to myself about practices, activities, things I want to do. So for instance, this morning, like most mornings, I aim to be able to get some exercise in, whether that's go for a surf, whether that's do a short workout on YouTube or whatever. And this morning, knowing I didn't have any appointments straight up, I thought, you know, I'm just going to go down the beach and go for a surf. So feeling heavy, feeling meh, there was absolutely the temptation in my head of I'm not just I'm just not going to go in the surf. I'm just going to stand on the sidelines and watch it and feel sorry for myself. But <laughs> and I almost did that because the other factor playing into it was the surf was huge this morning. Really, really washing machiney, very big swell, lots of water moving around, and probably borderline what my fitness is capable of handling. But I'm committed to getting my exercise in, and I know that going for a surf, even if it's just a short one, getting in the salt water, moving my body and really, in a way, just kind of getting smashed up a bit by Mother Nature is just the perfect gift for me when I'm having a bit of a funky day. So what I've learned to be true about our feelings, particularly when we're feeling a bit heavy, it passes. It always passes. We never feel crap forever. We never feel shit forever. Okay, that applies to our feelings. It applies to our thoughts. It applies to our energy. It is never the same way forever. So knowing that, the practice then becomes to remind ourselves of that in the moment because it's very easy for me. It has been, particularly in the past before I started doing more of this work, it has been very easy for me to feel shit in the moment and to go, I'm always going to feel like this. I don't think I'm ever going to feel good. And particularly at the really low points of my depression or on the real kind of loopy, overwhelming spiral spikes of my anxiety when I've had that in the past too. The sense of, oh my God, I'm feeling like this. I'm just going to keep feeling like this. What am I going to do? Oh no, oh no, drama, drama, loop, loop. And everything passes. We have a new heartbeat, a new breath, a new moment, a new opportunity to choose. It all passes. So that's the first thing that we need to remember. The second thing we need to remember is it doesn't mean anything. As I said earlier, we are like programmed, hardwired to create story and meaning about the things that happen to us. It's like we have this movie playing in our head and we're constantly narrating the movie. Such and such said this, which means that they think blah, blah, blah about me, which means that I'm this sort of person, which means that that means I'll never do anything meaningful and I'll always have this outcome and things are just crap and da, 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 da. You get the idea. We tell ourselves stories with that little voice inside our head chattering at us all day and all night. But all the stories 
are made up in our heads. All the meaning is made up by us. We are the one narrating our story and we don't need to narrate it the same way every time. We don't even need to narrate our story. We don't need to add meaning or story to the events that unfold to our life. We also don't need to beat ourselves up. So previously, if I had woken up feeling a bit funky and a bit rough, my first reaction, very intentional choice of word there, my reaction would have been, oh no, I'm having a bad day. Oh, that's terrible. I thought I was better than this. I thought I'd figured this out. Why is this happening? Oh, I guess I'm just not able to kind of break that habit. I guess this is just something I'll always have to contend with. That's dead set. That's the kind of commentary I used to run in my head about these sorts of days. It doesn't mean that. I don't need to beat myself up. I don't need to tell myself that story. And so the lesson for me this morning was actually just a reminder to be present, to feel the feelings. Could I have gotten a bit more sleep? Yeah, probably. Could I have eaten a bit better yesterday? Yeah, probably. But it doesn't matter. I am where I am. I can't change yesterday. I can't change what time I went to bed last night. I'm in this moment. So what do I do? Well, I release the feeling that it's forever because it's crap. It's not forever. I release any judgment or meaning or story around how I'm feeling. And then I stay focused on the present moment. And then I work out where can I move my attention? Now, I recorded an episode back in the very early days of this podcast, episode number two, What Do You Need to Thrive? Now, I would love to claim that I have a photographic memory on that sort of stuff, but I actually looked it up before recording this because I knew I wanted to mention it. Please do go back and have a listen. My Thrive List is a pivotal piece of equipment in my self-care regime. Pivotal. It sits on the bit of wall right next to my computer monitor and I look at it regularly because it reminds me particularly days like today, when I'm feeling a bit funky and a bit flat, what do I need to thrive? What is going to do what is going to do the work for me of shifting my energy and creating a better vibe for me to then carry on with my day, fulfill my commitments and serve people? So what did I need to thrive? Well, I know for a fact that going for a surf is like an instant shot in the arm of better energy. I know that I love treating myself to a great coffee and a breakfast out. And I know that I love time on my own to just download whatever's going on in my head onto paper. So this morning, I took the opportunity to do all of those things because I'm committed to being here to serve you. And I'm committed to being my best as a husband as a father and just as an individual. And so about quarter to eight, I jumped in the car, I went down the beach and I sat there and I looked at it for a while and I had a chat to some mates and I started to feel a bit better purely by being by the ocean and chatting to some friends. And then I decided, you know what? I can sit here and negotiate with myself about whether I'm a good enough surfer to go out in that surf or not. But honestly, It's like a lemon. You never really know if it's sour until you suck it and see. So am I good enough to go out and paddle in that? I'm just going to have to get wet and try and find out. So I put on the wetsuit, took the board out, waxed it up and jumped off the rocks. I got one pretty pathetic wave. Then I got about six really, really big waves on the head. 
Then I turned around and I just caught the white water into shore. And I was huffing and puffing and my heart was racing. And I was thinking, yeah, that was probably at the top end of what my fitness can cope with at the moment. So it wasn't a great choice, but I came out of the water so energized. And then I went to my favorite cafe and I had a cuppa and I had breakfast and I did some writing and I just felt great. Those things are on my thrive list. And that's how important and how powerful a tool like that is. So this is about asking myself the question in the moment, what can I do to support myself feeling better? Because we get to choose. Feeling shit isn't forever. We get to actually change it up. We get to create new energy, new vibe for ourselves with our actions, with our, our choices, with our thoughts moving our attention. So... I think the other thing to note about this is that, like everything, it's a practice. It's like going to the gym. Three sets, 12 reps. Consistent repetition. All of these things to strengthen the muscles in our mind. Firstly, the muscle of awareness. Secondly, the muscle of presence. Thirdly, releasing judgment and story. And then fourthly, moving our attention to make a better choice. And so here is the point at which I turn it over to you. I am really curious. Whereabouts in your life do you feel shit? Or when do you feel shit? And what can you do in those moments to release judgment, to stay present, to you know, allow yourself to feel it, knowing that it will pass, and then to make a different choice. And perhaps consider listening to that episode about building a Thrive List of your own and think about what might be on your Thrive List. What are some activities, some actions, some simple steps you can do to shake up your own energy and to create a new vibe? I think that's about all I have to say about that, quote unquote, Forrest Gump. It's been a delight. I'm really grateful that I could share this with you. I'm really grateful that I have this mouthpiece, this platform of this podcast to be able to reach you and to just kind of offer little bits and pieces that I've been learning along my journey in the hope that it will help you and serve you in some way. Please stay in touch. Please keep sharing my podcast episodes if they resonate with you and if you think that it will help people in your life please refer me to any and all of your friends male or female that you think are perhaps ideal clients for me people who may have been battling a bit with feeling stuck or feeling like they're failing as a father or a partner or a you know parent or something and maybe need a bit of support coaching wise or maybe just need to listen to these podcasts Please let them know. Please share it around. Share the love. Because the more we can all wake up, the more we can all build these new awarenesses, manage our own energy better, manage our own moods and be able to create the feelings that we want to feel, the more skilled we all become at that, the less likely we are to just be trapped in our emotions and trapped in those things that don't serve us. And I have to say, at this point in the day, it's about one o'clock in the Arvo on that same day, I've had a really good morning and I'm feeling quite productive and quite accomplished. And 
I'm fulfilling on my commitments. Now, in a previous version of me, that just simply wouldn't have happened. So it's powerful stuff and I encourage you to please share, share widely. And if you haven't already, please leave me a review. Let me know what you love. Let me know what it's given to you by listening to these podcasts. It can be anonymous if you want. I don't mind, but I'd love the feedback. Anyway, I'm sending you lots and lots of love and lots of gratitude for listening. And I wish for you a wonderful day. And if you are feeling shit, I wish for you that you can recognize with what I've spoken about today, it will pass and you have the tools, you have the ability to create something new. All right, be well and continue building and living your illuminating life. See you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Illuminating Lives podcast. It's been a pleasure having you with me and I'm really grateful for your time and attention. If you resonated with this episode, please leave me a great five-star review in your favorite podcast app, and please share these podcast episodes with your friends and family, with your loved ones, with your significant other, with anyone who you think might benefit from the things that I have to say and share. Make sure you subscribe so that every time I record a new episode, it pops up in your feed. If you're interested in working with me directly or you want to continue this conversation, please hit me up on social media. Most places I'm at Israel P. Smith, uh, or you can visit my website directly, which is israelsmith.com. And there you can learn about my coaching and other services. Thanks again for joining me on the Illuminating Lives podcast. And I hope you have a great day.